Good evening, Blog Talk Radio listeners. You're listening to the 321 Business Development uh, Radio Show. It is now 10 a.m. I'm sorry, 10 p.m. on the West Coast, 1 a.m. on the East Coast. And uh, we decided to do this late show because we have such a full day tomorrow, which is uh, Tuesday, December 13th. That's uh, 12, 13, 16. And uh, so we wanted to give a wrap or a summary of 2016 sales training uh, we did for insurance agents. And uh, so this this summary is going to be primarily um, a summary for the insurance agents, but we do have one for realtors in the next two days. So I wanted to say that I'm so excited. We're filled with joy about the numbers of insurance agents, realtors, and small business owners. We were, we were able to help to improve their sales skills in 2016 as, we, as we're about to wrap it up. Looking back about four years ago, we never knew what the impact of making affordable, professional sales training and business development services to people across the United States and Canada. And it looks like we might start working with people in the UK or any any country where English is spoken. So it's not uh, just the UK. It's any place where, where English, English is spoken. And uh, even as this show is airing uh, right now, 10 p.m., which is about – we're about two weeks before Christmas. We have booked three free 30-minute consultations for individuals in Miami, uh, New York, and uh, real close to here, San Francisco. And we expect a few more um, sales training events before the end of 2016. So this is a 30-minute show um, right now, and in 2017, it's going to expand to a to a 60-minute show for clients only. It's going to be a subscription-based uh, sales training show, or at least for the podcast. So uh, please check our website, 321setappointmentsllc.com, after Christmas for sales training, coaching, and business programs that will be available. So I want to start the show today by saying we we saw we had we 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 have some feedback and results that uh, we experienced that were very interesting and I'll try to identify some of the top areas um, in in the financial services or the insurance agent industry first and like I mentioned we'll do the real estate part in about two one day or two days and then we have a business development part for uh, small business owners like dentists um, IT firms, cosmetic surgeons, and uh, LASIK surgeons. And so, for the financial services part, I want to keep this, keep the information uh, kind of at the intermediate level, where both the you know sales managers that may have a, an advanced understanding of the topic, of the topics, can understand it, and sales reps can also benefit. So. You know, and you know, when people start the, the financial services uh, industry, they're they're new and they're introduced for the first time to sales careers. And um, so, one of the questions I, I, I always ask people is, why should you know? Let's just throw in the brokers, just because brokers might be listening to this, and um, as well as the insurance managers. Why should brokers, insurance managers, and agents? even care or even give a rip about sales training what's the point 
I mean, what is the point if salespeople do not know how to sell? And and just that phrase alone, know how to sell, is so ambiguous, so confusing to people, especially um, new people and, and somewhat even people who have been in the business, the veteran agents. But to talk about knowing how to sell, just that one subject is so complicated, I won't even get into that subject on this show. So what when people start their sales careers, and I'll throw in the real estate agents um, and insurance agencies, insurance agents, and even small business owners with sales functions um, can do is offer their reps sales training. I know that word sales training sounds so generic, and I apologize that it sounds so generic. I wish I could say – I wish I could find a word uh, to replace sales training. Uh, I wish I could replace the word with like Mercedes-Benz or Sexy Babe. You know, Yeah, Sexy Babe would, would catch everybody's attention if I was referring to that, that, those two words for sales training. But sales training is not sexy. The way, it's, with the way it sounds, it's not, sales, it's not sexy. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't give it another, another uh, phrase. So the sales training that we provide is about five hours long on average, a little bit shorter for real estate agents, a little bit longer for financial services eight, um, specialists. And it covers topics such as goal setting, uh, business, economics, capitalism, transitioning from employee to salespersons, uh, transitioning from salesperson to consultant, marketing versus advertising. Using it, it's all we talk about the different uh, pros and cons of picking up the phone, uh, sending an email, meeting somebody face to face, using social media. Then we, we talk about prospecting, and then we have an eight-module sales training process, the sales process all by itself, primarily for financial services agents. And we have a module on referral generation, which is real short. I mean to get a referral, it, that module is so short. People would think, oh, that module must be super long and all drawn out. No, it is so short. You would laugh when I tell you what our referral module helps people understand. <laughs> I, I can't tell you on the phone because that's part of our sales training program, but once you understand how we, we offer or what we teach in our sales training program, you would l literally laugh when I go over the referral module. Okay, So what we know or what we have discovered… This year and last year, and maybe a little bit of uh, 2014, about two to three financial services companies do a decent job at preparing agents to sell. I'm not going to mention their names. Um, I've never worked for for one of these for one of these companies before, but I did interview with one of these companies before about four or five years ago, and I was totally impressed. With how they did, with how they provide, um, you know, how they help their their financial services specialists uh, pre prepare to sell. Now I will say, you know, that our sales training program is better. Okay, I have to say that because it is. Um, otherwise, I probably would have started with that company, but 
there were still some things I was unsure about. I had some apprehensions, let's call it that, some apprehensions. Uh, so they had some concepts missing. But a new agent working with these two to three companies has a great chance of succeeding, and they won't fall into the 75% of agents who quit the business because they can't understand it, uh, they get frustrated, and they can't make any money. Okay, So maybe it's, it's a surprise to most insurance sales training uh, or people who are starting insurance uh, sales. It begins at this recruiting part. So when you think about starting the financial services business as an insurance agent, you have to ask yourself, where does the sales training part start? And I'm telling you, it starts at the recruiting or on onboarding phases. That's where it starts. And I would say, gosh, you know, like I like I mentioned, nine agents out of ten are not properly prepared when they when they're recruited into the company and the onboarding uh, phase. Like I said, with the exception of two three companies that have good on onboarding programs, and these are mainly captive financial services companies. Most insurance organizations need to evaluate what happens to new agents when these agents you know, get licensed and they make the decision to sell. So that's, that's very, very important. Um, and, and the reason why it's important, most people are not eager to jump into sales, to work in the sales industry. Uh, financial services organizations, especially the independent marketing organizations or the IMOs, should really look at their recruiting process. And uh, for those uh, who are not familiar with IMOs, I think most people, if you're listening to this, you know what an IMO is. It's uh, a marketing organization that, ha that's, that has contracts with uh, uh, very uh, large, very large um, carriers. Some of these carriers are not known to the general public. But they have extensive, you know, three like 100-year track records, and they've been in business for a very long time, and they serve the independent uh, insurance agent market. So many of these IMOs have these hierarchies, these uh, commission levels to compensate the financial services specialist based on production. However, without effective recruiting and sales training systems, some of these promotional opportunities fall flat where new people find difficulty moving up the commission ladder. And most of it has to do with uh, the recruiting part, has a lot to do with the sales training or the lack of sales training. And I can say just you know, looking at this for the last two or three years, it's a, it's, it's a near tragedy. Okay, it's a near tragedy, and our company is more than willing to help iron out some of these areas where people people are starting and they're not fully prepared to 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 start or work in the financial services industry and succeed at the very beginning. So let's talk about production and production means writing business, submitting insurance applications. 
that's only part of it. Okay, so production is okay. So you have a person that um, meets the qualifications to at least apply for uh, pretty much life insurance or some of the other forms of insurance, and, um, and that application is submitted. And if the, if the underwriting department and everything else comes back fine, then that person's approved. So the thing that I have seen for the longest, at least for the, for the last two or three years, is this presentation style of selling. And that's when the agents are using brochures or like a, um, like a flip folder with a bunch of uh, you know, slides. Sometimes it's a PowerPoint. Uh, sometimes it's a flip folder with a bunch of uh, you know, brochures, you know, pages they're flipping, and the uh, agent is uh, talking to the prospect. And it's the most popular, but it but it's the most it's the it's the most popular way that I've seen people do it. But it yields the least results, which means agents aren't getting paid. See, without a sales process, which are two words really unknown. When I say sales process, I don't think people understand what that means. Um, and just to let you know, come myself, I, I come from a corporate sales background. Uh, in, in for a Fortune 500 company in, in Sacramento, California, and you know I've sold real estate, insurance, uh, mortgages, and you know even on the corporate side, I, I was dealing with the big companies, like the you know companies that had 10,000 employees. So leaving the the, the the corporate world in 2000 and coming to the independent side, I always thought that um, most Sales organizations, whether it be real estate, insurance, or even people who have sales functions at, at small businesses, went through some type of sales training. But here's the deal. Sales training in 1995 was $10,000 per person. Okay, So I really can't see a lot of uh, independent organizations, real estate uh, brokers and uh, insurance agencies – you know, coughing up ten thousand dollars or maybe even twenty-five thousand dollars per person, uh, adjusted for for inflation. So, so when I say sales process, I know people don't know what I'm talking about, and they look at it. Oh, we have a sales we have a sales training program. But that sales training program is basically a product uh, a training program. Okay. And especially in the IMO world, the captive agents might have a little bit better sales process that they provide. But the IMO, the IMO world, the independent marketing organization world, um, agents soliciting or prospecting for uh, insurance applications and sitting down with, uh, with, with prospects, it's a hit and a miss. Some IMOs use recruiting to generate apps from new agents. So the person says, I want to be uh, an agent. Okay, so you have to submit an app. Okay, so some some agents have said that sounds kind of gimmicky to persuade new people to buy insurance policies contingent on them starting the business. I'm not against that, but there are some business-busting activities that can, that can create short-term and long-term problems if the sales reps that when they after they buy uh, buy their own policy. And uh, you know, and, and that thing continues on. If they're not trained to to connect with the general public, that thing can blow up in, in people's face. And I've seen it happen time and time and again. 
Back to PowerPoint presentations. These PowerPoint presentations or flip charts, that's the, that's the word I was looking for, actually lose money for most agents. It, there was a, 20, a 2011 Harvard study that outlines that low productivity results from using presentations with individuals where the, uh, the, the presenter is talking 80% of the time. And, uh, and so the presenter gets to the very end and, and asks the individual if he or she wants to buy, and the individual says no. Okay, so we, had a, we, did, we did a show or we have a blog on that. If you go to our website, 321setappointmentsllc.com slash blog or blogs, you'll find what we discovered, and we listed the link uh, for the Harvard uh, Business Review, that article from 2011. See, the next thing is appointment setting uh, success is a result of utilizing good prospecting techniques. Now, contacting and prospecting individuals and groups account for about 70 to 80 percent of generating business. And contacting and prospecting people, those skills of contacting and prospecting require a ton of personal development training for most new and veteran agents. I'm not kidding. For new agents, our, our company believes it should be mandatory that new agents begin some type of personal development training as soon as they get started. The more uh, an agency delays that personal development training or if they don't offer it at all, you can, you can pretty much say these people aren't going to make it. In fact, LifeHealthPro.com, May 2015, an article that's titled Sales Rep Lament, Sales Reps Lament. It said 74% of new agents will quit the business. Okay, And our company has traced that back to not having a sales process, but more importantly, not having a personal development program where uh, agents – Kind of, you know, kind of get to manage the thoughts in their head uh, about what they're doing, uh, why they're doing it, and what can they expect when they meet with people. So, if so, let's say the appointment setting, and with, 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 you have to prospect, contacting, and prospecting. The appointment setting happens. The majority of agents, perhaps as high as ninety percent, cannot conduct. Client interviews that result in high closing rates because they're doing this presentation thing. I've, I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen it. I have anecdotal evidence. I have empirical evidence. I have comments from agents who have used this presentation process for years, and they had and they show numbers of people they have met with, and the results have been extremely low, extremely low. I mean like sometimes three people out of 90 who have seen a presentation have only bought the, uh, the policy. And those are probably the real analytical people who would have uh, – who analyzed it, analyzed it and dissected it and said, hey, this is a great deal. But not everyone's like that. So that client interview as opposed to the presentation is where the money is made or lost, even stumbling a little. A lot of agents can get appointments. So during 
The appointment is where the agent validates or invalidates the prospect's definition of a typical salesperson. So what I mean by that, so when that prospect is meeting with that agent, that prospect already has sort of an idea of what they, they think of salespeople. So when that agent shows up, that agent is either going to validate the prospect's belief, which means the prospect is going to say, oh, Joe was a typical salesperson just like I think all of them are. Or Joe can invalidate that prospect's perspective of a salesperson and going to be happy and, and buy. So uh, agents are losing lots of commissions by not having a good sales process focused on the, on the consumer, on the prospect. Finally, like I said, referrals uh, easily flow where effective contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing exists using a professional sales process. And like I said, we still haven't we, – we haven't talked about the real estate side, but we're going to talk about the real estate side at, at another time, probably in, a, in like a day or two. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up the year with um, the business development side to help dentists, LASIK surgeons, IT firms, and cosmetic surgeons. So I just wanted to give uh, this uh, 2016 summary on the insurance sales training, the, the highlight of our company. We have a client that um, – that client has 30,000 agents uh, all across the country, and I am happy to, to, to say that two of the agents that are local here in Sacramento were the top – were in the top three of production out of 30,000 agents, and that's because they use the 321 sales training um, system. And uh, if anybody ever wants to talk with them, I'm, I'm more than happy to give you their names and numbers. But they both made uh, five digits. Uh, and the first number, uh, you know, they, so it was over $10,000. I'll just say that. It was over $10,000. And before they started uh, the sales training with our company, they had lots of questions about the process. They had lots of questions, and now… Uh, their, uh, their their production is on steroids. They don't have any – or let me, let, me be, let me say it this way. They don't have too many inhibitions like they used to have about, about contacting people, prospecting, setting up appointment, and closing and looking like a pro instead of the customer validating their own beliefs, saying, you know what? Joe is just like a like a salesperson that I thought he, that I think they all are. Well, these two people, with an addition of some more people, but these two people were, were in the top three of production for the in a, in a week in October out of thirty thousand agents. So we're we're so excited about that, and um, yeah, just to let people know, I do have a sinus infection, so if you, so if you hear me cutting words short. We're cutting sentences short. I'm working on this thing, but it's not going to stop me. It's not going to stop me, not at all. Uh, let's see. What else do I have to talk about? I have a great person coming on the show on Wednesday. Her name is Nancy B. I'll let, I'll let her tell you her last name, uh, but she's a Palm Springs resident, resident, and she's also a Marine Corps veteran, and she's going to talk, tell her story 
about going from wealth to poverty to recovery, uh, just trying to survive in this uh, wicked economy we've had over these last uh, eight to ten years. And uh, she has quite a story to tell you, and I am, I am so inspired every time I talk with her about how she is lifting herself up and her family, her husband and two kids. She is so inspiring, and it's been so awesome. She's a sales training client. Um, I did some coaching with her, and every time I talk with her, I talk with her maybe a couple times a week for about an hour or two. And every time I speak with her, it is so motivating to, to see what she's doing today and, more importantly, how she feels about herself, her life, and her business. Well, this is going to conclude the show. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Uh, if, if you're listening to the show, it's probably a recorded version because it is now 10.26 p.m. on the West Coast. My name is Rick Napier, president of 321 Set Appointments. Our telephone number is 321-325-0321, and we are so excited for everyone. We want everyone to make a lot of money in 2017, and our company is here to help um, real estate agents, brokers, insurance managers, insurance agents, small business owners work through the sales training and business development process. And here's the last thing I'll say. I still got a minute or two. Sales training is is, is is very interesting because before you decide to take sales training, you say to yourself or people say to themselves, ah, oh, this is not going to work. But as soon as we start talking about some of the concepts of what traditional sales and formal sales is really all about, people do not fall asleep in class. They do not. And as soon as they finish, this is what most people say. I am so glad that I took the sales training class because once you learn how – once you learn what sales is all about through our, through our classes, you'll never forget it. It's something that you do not forget. It's like riding a bike. Once you learn how to ride a bicycle, you can, you can put the bike down for five or ten years, and then five or ten years later… You can pick that bike up and ride it. That's what sales training is about. Once you know what we have to offer and what we tell you and how we train you and what we tell you sales is really about, you're never going to forget it. and You're going to benefit it, benefit from it for life. Anyway, adios. Uh, again, this is Rick. Have a great evening. Bye-bye.